This is your Frederick Real Estate Update, a conversation about the regional real estate market with tips for buyers and sellers. Your hosts, REMAX Results' Darren Ahern and Presidential Bank Mortgage's Terry Kernan. Hey, folks, welcome back to your Frederick Real Estate Update. I am Darren Ahern with REMAX Results, bringing you almost 20 years of experience here, helping almost 700 families in Maryland and Pennsylvania. And uh, I love it, love it this year. It's going well. And I also have with me the one and only with all the money from over in the bank vault at Presidential Bank Mortgage, Mr. Terry Kernan. Hey, happy, rainy, wet. Are you kidding me? Animals lining up two by two Saturday weekend. Well, actually, we're going to have... Not just two animals lining up, but today at six forty-five, we're going to have actually twenty. How many are running in the Derby today? But we're going to have approximately twenty-two horses lining up for the Kentucky Derby today. So nice. happy Derby Day! If you've never been there, definitely try to get there at some point in your life because it's a special, special place. What's the name of the favorite horse today? Well, who's who's the winning horse number betting on? Well, I'm looking at uh, two horses, really, and that's horse number 10, who's probably going to be close to the favorite, mm-hmm. and his name is Zandon. Hey, and I got a kid named Xander. I'm all in. Let me start betting. I know. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> and then Smile Happy, which is in the number five horse. But when these races are, and it's going to be a wet, wet track but when these races have 22 horses to place a lot of money on like the 18 19 20 21 guys you really that's a shot in the dark because they have so far to catch up so i always look at the middle of the pack when we're looking at the kentucky derby because you got so many horses that like the five six seven horses are in pretty good shape to to get out and lead the pack all right, so happy Xander or Zandy or whatever. Xander. With Xander, Xander, they may be happy. Race happy smile. I'll tell you who's not going to be smiling. The jockeys, man, they're going to have to have windshield wipers on their <laughs> their masks and things. Yeah, so, so the <laughs> so the Kentucky Derby has like uh, 13 races, okay? Mm-hmm. So Derby Day has 13 races. So the Derby is actually not until the 12th race. Yep. So that's a long day. day. And these jockeys just don't ride in the Kentucky Derby. They're riding all day long. Yeah, they're getting their practice in. Yeah, so it's a it's it's an amazing event. Well, how much money are you going to win today, Terry? Probably break even. <laughs> gotcha. All right, let's get into the horse race and real estate, the race to the top or the bottom for buyers and sellers. So we love it. All of you guys so much, uh, our listeners tuning in every week with all of your questions and things. We, we love it. We love it. And, of course, we know we got listeners all over the country and stuff. We had our guy, Nathan Wynn, Toledo, Ohio area, won our gift card for $250, and we sent those Lowe's cars to him. So he's going to have a nice, happy summer doing something with his yard or whatever project in the house. So... All right, here we go, Terry. I'm going to do the numbers real quick. Total actives, 334. Now, that's resales and new, but here's the big number. Look at it. 200 resales. We We broke the mark. Well, we're on the edge, okay? We got there. (laughs) We got there. We're at 200. Um, uh, Somebody asked me this week, Darren, where do you predict the highest active resale numbers in your area to be the entire year long? My number is 375. 
I don't think between active resales. Active resales. I don't believe we're going to break three seventy five. Terry's writing it down. We're going to have a bet off track at the end of our program, yes. and I'm going to be up for having to take him out to a big dinner or something good. So we'll do it. We'll do it. Three seventy five days on market. Ooh, it's up to eleven. We've gone from seven average to now eleven. There's the hiccup in the market. Five twenty nine average price. Three twenty three homes every day go active, Terry. So we've got. 85 coming soon, which we still can't break 100, but we have 23 homes on an average every single day in Frederick County come up for sale, and 21 or 22 are going under contract almost every day. So we're gaining. It's like a horse race. It's by a nose. We have inventory creeping up, but it's ever so slow going around the track. How's that? So that'll be our analogy today. Okay. New construction in favor of that. 134 new construction homes, 833 under contract right now. Um, 435 sold in the last 30 days, which is a little bit less than at this time last year. Last year, we were averaging just over 500 every 30 days at this point. So there's the difference in the volume. But the big winner of the horse race in the real estate world today is list to sold ratio just made it to 104%. We just went up from 99.8 to 104. Why do you think that is? The only thing I can think of is that horse at the last second coming around turn four, pedal to the metal, I guess. I don't know. I I think we're definitely seeing some still multiple offers, but not as many at all. So I think that number is going to hang on by a thread, my gut, coming up in the next couple weeks, and that's it. Yeah, I I mean, that's the highest 104% over. So that's 4% on average people are going in above the sales price. That's the highest number that I believe that we have seen yet. It is. Could, could it be a one-time fluke here? Uh, it could be. Is, is this based over the last month or the last... No, this is the last week it's done this. The last week. In those settlements. It's the sold homes... Sold homes. ...that okay. have just okay. settled in the last week have been 104%. Previous, um, they were 998 Okay. Okay. So that makes sense. The just sold ones because... Yep. And that, that means those offers came in 30 to 40 days ago. Yeah. They were probably... Yes. 30 to 40 days ago. So that makes sense. That's when rates were still unbelievably yep. low at yep. four and a half percent. That's why I said in the next 30 to 60 days, this number is going to be interesting to keep an eye on. So, all right, there's the numbers. Terry, what's happening in the mortgage world? So this week was, uh, if, if, if you followed the stock market, you just saw some tremendous volatility. We lost over a thousand one day and uh, it just it was all over the place. Why was it volatile? Okay. Is the big thing is they wanted to see what the Fed was going to do on Wednesday. They met Tuesday, Wednesday. Chairman Powell comes out and he basically says what everybody was hoping and anticipating. And that was a half percent jump in the interest rates. Okay. They raised the federal fund rate to a half a percent. So what does that mean? Prime rate goes up. I'm going to talk a little more about the prime rate and kind of explain a little bit about that. What else happened? Jobs came out, okay? Jobs remained, or um, uh, unemployment remained at 3.6%, which is extremely low. The lowest we've gotten, the 50-year low, was basically 3.5 right before the pandemic. But here's what is interesting to me, and this is something that um, uh, I haven't really seen before is the the size of the labor force shrank for the first time in seven months, 
which basically signals how difficult it is for employers to get. So we're almost at full employment. So basically what's happening is people are getting out of the job market, okay? Mm. Yep. And so it's going to be even worse in the future trying to get these jobs filled, okay? So um, basically that's, you know, that's what we're taking a look at this week. That's the reason for the volatility. What's going to happen with the rates? Rates are going to continue to climb probably in half percent increments Mm. until we get this bad word inflation under control. And with that being said, this coming week is a big week for the market because we have the consumer price index coming out Wednesday and the producer price index coming out Thursday. These are the two number one um, number one uh, benchmarks data, benchmarks yep. for inflation. Thanks, Darren. I couldn't. So, so basically, <laughs> I get stuck too, brother. it's going to be what's happened in April and those numbers are expected to be low. If they go high, if if it's a big sign of inflation, you're going to see a big push on interest rates to go even farther up, okay? So they've gone up faster than I've ever seen in the last 60 days. But if inflation numbers come out for April much higher than expected, we're going to see a surge in the interest rates is huh. my prediction, Okay. Any questions there? No, it's good. Let's talk about Prime. Prime, so, Prime, what does this mean for everyday listeners out there? Because I'll tell you, Terry, as you well know, buyers hear a half a percent. And they go, oh, my gosh, my mortgage rate tomorrow is going to go up a half a percent. No, 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 no. It Let's, ter- let's let Terry explain how this whole thing works. Yes, I had three calls. Uh, Panic, no doubt, right? Yeah, basically saying I got to lock in before the rates go up a half percent tomorrow. And I said... If they only go up a half a percent, then then the mortgage market will be relieved and we'll actually see a little better rate. So we didn't lock anybody in until after they made the announcement. We locked them in on Thursday, which was a, a reasonable good lock day. So what is the prime rate? The prime rate is the lowest rate of interest at which money may be borrowed commercially. Okay. So that means that your credit cards, your um, if you buy a building, a commercial loan, uh, it's always based off of the prime rate. A lot of times the prime rate will fluctuate. Okay, hold on. Does okay. this deal with car loans, personal loans, boat loans, camper loans? Bingo, bingo, bingo. Check, Any check, check, check. loan outside of a mortgage. Outside of a mortgage. Okay, that's that's it. Yep. Outside of a first mortgage. Okay, out of a first mortgage. Because your home equity line is, ah. is tied to prime. Okay, okay? gotcha. So the prime rate is basically the lowest rate, and it's given to their prime customers. So if you have the good credit and the good standing, you're going to get – your loan will be based somewhere off of prime. It has nothing to do with the mortgage market. That's totally separate. Do they follow each other? Yes, they do. So what basically happens is the bank charges the customer this prime rate. And today, prime is 4%. Why is prime 4%? Because the Fed raised the federal funding rate a quarter percent last month and a half percent. So prime was at three and a quarter. The federal funds rate is a rate that is determined. And that is what the um, Federal Reserve, which is not a government agency. I'll talk about that maybe the next show, because a lot of people think the Fed is a government agency. It is not. (laughs) They need to scrap that word. Yes. So basically what they did is they raised the federal funds rate. 
and they raised it by a half percent. So the prime is based on that. So people say, well, Terry, what's the federal funds rate? That doesn't make any sense to me. The federal funds rate is the rate that is charged by the Federal Reserve to banks for short-term borrowings, okay? So basically what you're taking a look at is I call it the cost of money. What does money cost a bank, right? Everybody thinks that, well, the bank's got millions and millions and millions of dollars, and that's what they lend. They actually do have lots of money, but they don't lend all that. we got to keep reserves in the bank. But what we'll do is we'll borrow from the Federal Reserve. The cost of money was like a quarter percent for so many years because they wanted the economy to expand. They wanted the economy to get fired up. They want the economy to grow, right? So all that growing caused the inflation to go up. So now what do they do is they come in and they basically raise the federal funds rate and the federal funds rate is adjusted as the economy expands or contracts. And that's what affects the prime rate. So right now prime is at four. The federal funds rate is at about three and a, at about three quarters of a point. Okay. That number is going to continue to go up. The prime will continue to go up. Because what it does is it costs more money to do business. Therefore, the economy contracts, and that's what they're looking to do to to fend off inflation is contract the economy. And we saw it with the first quarter GDP, gross domestic product. If we have another contraction in the second quarter, then we have two back-to-back quarters with a contracting economy what is that called? A recession. Yep. So we can put ourselves in a recession going from the most unbelievable times we've ever had <laughs> to being in a recession by July 1st if they keep continuing the way that they are. I don't think we're going to get there, but but that's what a yep. recession is. Is The bottom line is we've been talking how we saw four years ago how fast they raised interest rates. They saw the changes. They did it too fast, and they went, whoa, 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 you're right, guys. And then all of a sudden dropped everything, and then, you know, we saw what's happened now for three and a half, four years since then. Things grow, grow, grow. That's my only fear is that they did it again. Panic sets in, pull trigger happy um, because they see gas prices. They hear outrage. They see food prices. They see this. They see that and energy and every other price under the sun and shortages or whatever. And that's my only fear. My only fear is like, come on, guys, please. I mean, I'll be amazed in three or six months we start feeling the full effects and they go, uh-oh, we raised rates too fast again like four years ago. Let's lower them quickly or whatever. I don't know. You just, I just think, you, like you said, it takes a little time for the ship to know what direction we're going with the changes whenever you turn the steering wheel. It's like being on a massive freighter. You turn the wheel all the way in like 20 seconds and then the captain's sitting there going, we're not turning left yet. What the heck's the problem? And they more power or make and then they wait, wait, wait. And then all of a sudden, boom, all at one time, the whole thing starts kicking around. And then they go, oh, no, we're turning way too fast. Turn the wheel whole the other way. By the time you start turning the wheel to the right all the way, that ship's almost sideways. That's my fear, as you know. And I'm not I'm not That's an economist. I'm not, I'm not an expert in this, but. Hey, I, I race, as you know, I race a boat. I race hydroplanes. And we're not like the ship out there. When we make a, like the, we have so, we're like NASCAR. We have so much play in that steering wheel because the smallest little move, 
you're, it's 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 lights out when you're going 100 miles per hour on the water. So we have a ton of play, and I kind of equate it like they should be thinking like, you know, like like. Anyways, all right, let's get well, into this. Well, well I, let me just add to that. Yep. Is is I think that what we're talking about is we're hoping that it's not a ready shoot aim mentality <laughs> yes. that seems to you know rear its ugly head when times get tough okay yes and the one thing that you know uh that i learned a long long time ago in our business is is um basically when something goes wrong whoever smiling thought of somebody to blame it on <laughs> but here is where i believe that the problem started is when we started to see inflation go up and and i said it on the show i don't believe it's transitory Everybody kept saying, no, it's just transitory inflation. We don't need to do anything. They they let it get out of control, and now they're doing exactly what you said with the ship, is they're turning that wheel fast, faster than and harder than, than, than mm-hmm. they should be. You so, got it. That's it. It's all good, man. Good stuff. Hey, make sure you call Terry up. He is going to be able to um, – he's already helping. A couple of our buyers did a great job, of course, navigating through all the mortgage stuff and how to have them in the best position. I just had uh, breakfast this morning with Peter and past client. Oh, said, you? man, you guys – he's like, Darren, you and Terry. And that was so smooth. That was just, like, amazing. My wife and I still are pinching ourselves about, like – how that went, and Debbie and them guys, we just settled on theirs, and so it's like, yeah, guys, awesome Terry can do it. All around. So, I'm only going to give you good people. People that are mean out there about, you know, and they know it all, Terry, I'm not going to give them to you. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> all right, let's get into what um, I have been dealing with, with all of your questions out there. This is called, Where oh, Where Are the Buyers? I'm not saying, Where oh, Where Are the Buyers? Because they're hiding, and they're gone, and they're like, never in the market right now. Where aware is their attitude? Where aware is their position? Where aware is their strategy when it comes to the buying a home right now and offering? And that position is a little bit skittish right now um, that I've been dealing with. So let me tell you about some of the things here um, on my sell side, okay? Um, I had a, as you know, place in Montgomery County, five days on the market. Um, and, uh, so what we just had was 53 showings in five days. Not That's bad. It. That's it? 53 on, showings Darren. in five days. I know. I got to do better with my marketing. That's man. 10 a day. That's terrible. 10 a day? Come on, man. We should get 20 a day. We should, we're going 24 hours a clock. We got spotlights, police directing traffic. Come on. Um, this place down there, Terry, is crazy because same, yeah, clearly the marketing is not the problem. But I, told, the, yeah, I asked you, how many offers do you think we got? You're like five, maybe ten. Yeah, you're six months ago, three months ago maybe. We got one offer. It was 5000 above the asking price, which I can mention. 5000 by the asking price. No inspection, info only, no appraisal, no nothing, just conventional financing addendum. And let's see the HOA resale package docs. Wow. All right. Yeah, not bad. Hey, whew. Had they known they were the only offer, what do you think I don't the strategy know. would have been? I have no idea what that horse would have done if he knew he was the only guy <laughs> out there coming across the line at the at the at the uh, you know, the race. Um so that's the whole thing is at the Kentucky Derby, one horse we had. But here's the problem. <laughs> Our jockey yesterday fell off the horse. No. Yes, he did. All right. Some of you listeners are out there like, Darren, what are you talking about? I'm, I'm, I'm thinking the same thing. What All right. So talking? so we're three, four, four days in the contract. Everything's fine. Appraisal got ordered. I got the HOA docs ordered and everything. Last night at 10 o'clock, instead of a phone call, I get an email message from the other agent. 
Um, hey, Darren, yesterday, which is Friday, uh, my co-borrower, the second borrower on the loan to buy the house, lost their job. Wow. <laughs> they fell off the racehorse. Yes. So imagine, how do I tell my sellers, uh, jockey down? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. The horse is going through the mud on its own. Nobody else is with the other buyer. So here it is. We, uh, we got a contract that he said, put it back as active. You know, we, we, my buyers aren't going to be able to get the loan approved without a job now. So you see that, right? You do see that yes. happen? Yeah. I, I had a borrower, uh, to new construction, a large $700,000 home, great family, extremely well qualified. And I got the phone call saying, hey, I just lost my job. We're going to start seeing that more and more. Yeah, no, this is what I'm worried about. Like, you're going to start seeing the mortgage business. People that are affected by the rates going up are going to see a big shift in how they have to, you know, in employment and so forth. So. You know, we're going to see more and more of that um, because rates going up has affected uh, affects a lot of people. Yeah. So the big thing, my buy- sellers, I call, I told them this morning. I actually sent it last night so that you know, like surprise. Um, I talked to them today. They're cool and they're like, "Well, what? Why did they lose their job?" Well, I have no idea. I don't know if they showed up late. I don't know what happened. I don't know if the company's downsizing. I don't know if they're doing. I have no idea. All I know is the lender is going to send a denial letter, right? You send a denial letter because mm-hmm. a loan is denied. Somebody says, wait a minute, in this market, you just mentioned they didn't have financing, like no inspection. They did a conventional financing addendum, which means they threw out the appraisal, but not the contingency to get the financing approved. Yes. All right. So that means that they get their deposit back. My sellers understand and then all of a sudden, guess what happened this morning? We put it back as active live, like right away. But we're getting, we got to get a release. We got to get a release and sign off. Everybody signs off that it's released. There's no harm file, nothing. You get your deposit back. Thank you very much. Sorry about your job loss. We're praying for you, kind of thing. Okay. So you cannot ratify another no, contract. We can't until ratify all yes. parties sign. Exactly, because That's you can't have two correct. contracts legally under contract at the same time. It's illegal. Okay. Yep. So it can't affect, but, but, but we're allowed to put it back out there because the buyer agent had given us an email declaring that the contract's going to be null and void based on this. And there's going to be, you know, that it's coming. So it's going to be fine. We put it out there and not 30 minutes later. So I sent it to the 53 showings, 52 other showings. Okay. I don't know where their buyers are in a week in the process, if they're looking and somebody under contract or not still looking. So I put it out there and guess what happened, Terry? I got a text message right before we walked in the station from another agent that said, you're going to have an offer coming. That's awesome. That means another jockey said, I'm jumping on that (laughs) horse in motion, and I'm going to finish the Kentucky Derby and win it for your seller. All right. (laughs) All right. So that's what happened there. Um, That happens, guys. But uh, be on alert. Make sure you keep your lender up to date. What's going on? Um, I have a second house, Terry, I listed this week for three ninety five, three bedroom, two and a half bath, but fifteen eighteen hundred square foot down in Knoxville, four and a half acre lot outside of Brunswick. Great place, beautiful, listed for six days now. Guess how many showings we've had on this beautiful place? Five. That's it. This ain't Montgomery County, boys and girls. <laughs> wow. You out in Knoxville. You out in Brownsville. You out heading towards Boonesboro. All right. By the way, we love you people out there. They got good, We got good listeners out there. All right. 
Good feedback so far overall. Average time on the market out there is 14 days. So somebody's going to ask me, Darren, what is your strategy? What are you telling? One of the five show-ins, by the way, is today. So that's the offer I'm believing is going to come in. But mm-hmm. one of the things is this. Um, one of the things is that the average time is 14 days on the market. And I'm not, uh, we're not too worried, though. But, but I said I prepped my seller. If you do not have an offer by this Thursday night coming up, okay. you got to adjust the value. Okay. You can't wait around. That horse, we got to get a little more juice in that racehorse to win, guys. So that's when the adjustment happens. Of course, all of our listeners are probably asking, Darren, what do you professionally advise your seller in this kind of market, in this time frame? How would you advise them? 2 to 3% adjustment. Or, hey, this may be a good strategy. I'm not worried about the appraised value so much. I think we're good. Okay. Why don't we offer 3% in closing help to an accepted offer? Now we've opened up the floodgates to all the potential buyers out there that don't have the cash to go towards closing costs and down payment to get into their dream home. And there's a lot of them out there. Oh, there's there's a ton of them. There's a lot of them. So if you're a buyer out there today and you say, yes, I don't have a lot of cash. I don't have $30,000 or $25,000 to get into a house right now. I need closing help. And you crazy real estate agents and sellers are not giving closing. You're not allowing. You're not seeing it. It's not happening for us buyers. In almost a year and a half, I got good news. I think that's going to be the best strategy. Instead of lowering the price, offer closing help. We're going to open the floodgates to the buyers that have been kind of at a disadvantage, not having quite enough cash, maybe. And I'm going to throw another thing to your marketing plan. Yes, give it to me. Is basically this area qualifies for USDA. Which is 100% financing. 100% financing. Yes. So closing costs in the state of Maryland average per county about 4%, sometimes 4.5% if it's a lower price. But on this home, it's going to be about 4%. Yep. So 4% of 400,000 is 16,000. Closing costs will be around 15,000. If you offer 3%, 3% closing help, then you can get into this house. Yep, here it comes. Four and a half acres for probably $4,000 total. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's the approach that you've got to take, I believe, to really uh, uh, enthusiasm breeds enthusiasm. Yeah, so there it is. So it's possible you could get a beautiful three-bed, two-and-a-half bath, four-and-a-half-acre, beautiful, private, wonderful area, good stuff. It's country living, trees in the backyard, deers, bears, squirrels, all of it. It's Mary wonderful. Susan, do you want to move to the country? There you go. Get you out of Montgomery. I, I, I knew answer. I'd get you out of Montgomery County I somehow. I know the answer. No. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> yeah. I got you a house right. in the country. Honey. Here we go. We got, we got two more minutes left here. Here you go. All right. Um... All right, so what's the resounding tone right now uh, for buyers? I'm going to talk about one more seller thing that's funny. It happened yesterday. It'll take me 30 seconds. So what's the resounding tone for buyers? Actually, let me wait. Let me do my seller. I went to a home yesterday up in Pennsylvania. It's three miles across the PA line out of Hagerstown. Four bed, three and a half bath, almost 4,000 square feet, all brick home, two-car garage, three-car detached pool building. It's gorgeous. 2004. I pull up comps. I get all the data. All the information, everything's selling for about five hundred to five hundred and sixty thousand dollars up there. Okay? okay, I go through my spiel. I talk to the seller. He's awesome. He kind of knows me from like my high school days because he worked in the building industry when we used to do portable foundations. But anyways, all right, seller, seller sits down with me, and uh, we go over everything. And he looks at me and he goes, "I know what number I want to sell my house for, Darren." Okay, I'm glad. I, I hope every seller has a number. Give me your number. 
Guess what number he told me after we had just talked about between five and five hundred and sixty thousand dollars is where the values are pretty much for his house up there. I'd say six fifty. Nope. Okay. Eight forty one, Your Honor. Whoa. Whoa. whoa okay, whoa. I fell out of the chair. I got back up and I said, "Whoa, wait a minute." <laughs> Did you say eight four one? He's like, "Yeah, I went eight hundred forty one thousand for my home." Um, Houston, we have a problem. Yes. There's no data. If you were on a 25-acre lot with a horse farm and equestrian and a bigger pool building and a house that's 1,000 square feet higher, yes, but not this. So we talked. It's good. We're still working through stuff. We'll see what happens. So last thing I'm going to share in 30 seconds, Terry, is this. So what is the resounding tone of buyers right now? It's like racehorses, but NASCAR. Our experience, I went to Dover, Delaware years ago, and I took our boys. I'm all excited about a NASCAR race, and they're going to see a wreck. And guess what? Zero caution flags the whole time. They never want to go to NASCAR again. So guess what? There's a caution flag on the track, boys and girls. We're going to see what happens. Happy Mother's Day to all of you women out there, moms, especially my wife with six kids. You guys are awesome. Stay dry. Have fun. Happy Mother's Day. We'll see you next week here on your Frederick Real Estate Update. Happy selling and buying. Looking to purchase a home or refinance your existing mortgage? If so, Lawyer Signature Settlements is here to assist you with that process. Lawyer Signature Settlements is a local attorney-owned title company with over 100 years of combined experience conveniently located in Frederick, Maryland. We are licensed to conduct closings in the states of Maryland, Pennsylvania, Virginia, and West Virginia. With two attorneys on staff here at Lawyer Signature Settlements, we ensure the most thorough review process paired with affordable rates, accommodating scheduling, and outstanding customer service. So next time you need to place your signature on closing documents, call Lawyer Signature Settlements at 301-695-1235 or visit us on the web at www.signaturesettlements.com. We hope to see you at the closing table. Hello, this is Terry Kernan with Presidential Bank Mortgage in downtown Frederick. And the best way to reach me always is on my cell phone at 301-639-9244. 301-639-9244, or you can always email me at tkernan at presidential.com. And this is Darren Ahern from REMAX Results. You can reach me anytime, 240-344-1713. Again, it's 240-344-1713 or at darrenahern at gmail.com. Thanks so much for tuning in to your Frederick Real Estate Update. We will see you each and every Saturday right here on WFMD at 11 o'clock.